Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Adult Card Podcast. I know I've been incognito, I've been MIA, I've been so far away, almost 2,000 miles to Glendale, California. There I was able to get an HSA, really start budgeting and keeping my money in my bank and not doing anything fun and all the other adult things. And as you guys probably can tell right now, I'm bullshitting. Nobody goes to California to save money. Anyway, I just wanted to get back into my podcast. It's been so long since I've actually sat down, put together my equipment, recorded an episode, edited, and really felt like I'm doing my little project here. This is my this is my child that I've always, you know, been proud of even though some episodes, woo, I tell a lot of people not to listen to. This is more of me growing and that's all we can really ask for, right? With that being said, I just want to just listen to my intro one more time. It's been so long, so here it is, the intro. Being over 18 can be fun. And then there are just times where you just don't want to be an adult. <laughs> I know this is going to make a difference, but to me, that sounded, uh, it sounded like home. I'm so happy to hear it again. It makes me feel like I'm really getting back into it because of course I have more advice. And even though nobody asks for it, I'm still giving it because it's unsolicited. It's my fucking podcast and I can do whatever the hell I want. You can listen to it. You can't listen to it. You get to choose. You guys have free will to do so. I, however, also have free will to decide if I want to publish this. And after listening to it, we'll see how it goes. If you're listening to it, it means either I took some parts out because it sounded stupid as shit, or I'm sorry, I'm trying so hard to choose my curse words carefully, even though um, I do categorize it as explicit and like unfiltered because this is the way I speak. I had to watch myself when I was around children when I worked at a middle school. I'll get back into that a little later. And I just... I, you know, I just want to be me. I want to be authentic. And this is how I speak. I've grown to cursing in front of my parents. They grown to cursing in front of me as well. It's a bonding experience that we have. Anyway, I'm going to get started on what I'm calling my second season, my second year, my sophomore occasion. And as we all know, sophomore year goes by fast. Maybe it's just me. A lot of people have fun in their sophomore year. Sophomore year of college, unless you're a sophomore now, to shout out to my little brother who's starting his sophomore year and he's not even sure if he finishes freshman year because that was a really fucked up year. I apologize to every freshman who went to a campus for their freshman year. My little cousins did it. Uh, my little brother did it. There's a bunch of other people who are out there in their sophomore year who just finished their freshman year and still need to take a tour to figure out where their classes are on campus. Unless you go to a really small campus, whereas I've seen before where a tour will take five minutes. For me, sophomore year has always gone the fastest because sophomore year of high school, I joined a dance team uh, because I didn't make the volleyball team. I'm really okay to say this now I was probably a shitty volleyball player by the time I tried to try out for my sophomore year I used to be good and then everybody somehow got better than me it's fine I've lived with it I still enjoy volleyball I still think I'm a good player I'm just not a great player um however I tried out for the dance team and I made it uh luckily for me dance teams actually trials were before volleyball so by the time I didn't make the volleyball team to make the varsity dance team 
was gone. That situation was over. Fuck this. All right. So what am I doing for the year? Nothing. Got it. Cool. And then bless it be JV, new coaches. Let's have tryouts for this team. I made it. I got it. I was so fucking happy. I did it for the rest of uh, high school. That is all I can tell you about sophomore year of high school. Oh, I got a job. I didn't get my license because I was not 16 yet where everybody else is getting their license and permits. I was still waiting. And also my family wouldn't have been able to afford me a car. So it didn't even fucking matter. Sophomore year of college. Wow. Let's see here. I joined a sorority. That was great. I was still dancing on an amazing dance team. I had so much fun with. I don't know. It's sophomore year. You know, I wasn't 21. So maybe I shouldn't say some of the things I did, you know, like going to parties and underage drinking. But I guess it's just part of the, co- part of the college experience. If I went to England, nobody would bat a fucking eye. So here in America, that's what we got. Oh, God, this is like I said, unfiltered. It's been a while since I get to talk to a microphone. My boyfriend has started to hate when I do storytelling. He kind of is like get to the point. I kind of lived without him for three months in the and the semester in the summer this past summer so he was he's got to get used to how I speak again he's like all right you're like slow boating me through the story and yes it's exactly what I'm doing to you guys right now why because I fucking can it's just the way I speak I want to apologize for it in my mind because I know some people find it annoying but then I'm like you know what Aaliyah this is you this is your fucking personality if they don't like it too fucking bad it's a podcast you can literally skim through if you want to jump ahead 30 seconds I'll probably still be talking about the story anyway I'm getting through college right nobody's thinking about what the next step is not until boom junior year hits and I had a panic attack I had multiple panic attacks during my junior year why because I didn't even know if I wanted to continue working on my studies I was like why my video production my short films suck I am a sucky editor everything has to be done in two days and I have a job I have other classes I have my college extracurriculars I thought I was going to fail at everything I did and so I had multiple panic attacks by the time my senior year came I had more panic attacks because I decided whoa voice excuse me hello one two three by the time I graduated. I graduated early because I no longer wanted to take out loans. I didn't want my mom to take out any more Parent PLUS loans um, to help me through college because she would do that without letting me know because she didn't want me to pay for college on my own. You know, it's kind of like a mentality my family has of like, I can do it kind of sort of thing. But uh, getting back into it, I graduated early. I took 19 credit hours while having a job, while working on six different short films that I had with a great cast and a great crew. Um, And I was also crew for some of their short films. So collectively, I worked on about maybe three or four of them. But like in class, we collaborated together. We were in the studios together. I had my audio team who was freaking amazing. My short film Justice came out great. But here's the thing. I had so much shit going on during that semester. I didn't even think about what I was going to do next. I was barely applying to jobs because I couldn't even string together a sentence, let alone a cover letter. I couldn't figure out what that next step was going to be. I looked on LinkedIn. I saw all these people getting their early acceptances. Uh, people were moving away, people were doing all kinds of things, and I felt so stuck that I didn't have a next. And if anybody knew me personally, not having a next, not having a plan is 
absolutely crippling to me. I thought I was going to dive into depression. I thought I like my anxiety was so fucking high. I didn't realize that I was failing at what I thought was supposed to be a well-kept-together adult graduate in 2018. Yes, I graduated years ago, and I still don't have, like, a full-time, full-time job. So, as you can tell, I've gotten a little bit better at accepting my, not what I call failures, but learning experiences. I'm continuously learning. Huh. Let me tell you, not getting a job in your early career by the time you graduate and seeing all those other people, the only thing I could think of is, why not me? Why am I not good enough? I have my bachelor's degree. I have two internships under my belt. I have think people supporting me and happy for me and saying they're so proud of me, and I didn't feel like they should have been. Um, I understand that a lot of people don't graduate or don't finish or take a break here because they want to go back later because they need to figure out who they are. But in the environment I grew up in, I, and I mean, not with my family, but in the town that I grew up in and the people that I grew up with, they seem to have everything so straightforward as in I'm doing this. I've been looking forward to it forever and I was not one of those people I thought I was one of those people I thought I knew my trajectory in life but I didn't and it took me a while to realize that that's okay because at that point I was only 21 years old mind you this is three years ago I just turned 24 (laughs) thank you thank you yes belated birthday happy to me yes oh thank you so much anyway I just turned 24 and looking back three years ago, there are some things I would have changed. Um, Even though I do enjoy where I am now, I don't have any regrets. I just wish I would have treated myself better. And by saying that, I put myself down so hard. Um, I almost gave up on my dream, which at that point at this moment in my life I've all I wanted to move to California I wanted to get a job as a video editor or a a production assistant or somewhere where I could have a foot in the field and see how it gets done on the other side um so every time I saw people who I graduated with who were doing these things and they were moving higher in their career um It was a very, very sad experience. And like thinking back to it, like I don't, I'm like not, I don't cry. Um, If anyone has ever told you I cried, I don't. Except at my sister's wedding and during a few very emotion-driven movies like Endgame. But like other than that, I don't cry that often. But right now, like I'm looking back and I'm feeling so sorry for that girl who let social norms and society drive her to this point of like okay you're not good enough you need to go start over and go do something else so (laughs) I did a little research because that's all my fucking master's degree was about um and I learned 
job searching this is the clinical term job searching is fucking hard so fucking hard it is absolutely crippling having to send out 30 40 50 applications a week and most of them to places that you don't give a shit about you literally just saw them on linkedin and you're like i'm gonna apply i've learned now that i'm actually going to look into the jobs that i'm applying for i'm looking up the companies the people that work for them the types of output they give their few from the public like I'm because I've worked some jobs that I felt like I had to and not necessarily wanted to I thought it was going to give me a leg up and while I will never take back those experiences I'm from now on going to do ones that I feel driven towards um yeah so anyway back to the researching so there's about 2 million people um, who are graduating about the same time as you in the world because, of course, there are a lot of people from other countries who come and work here. There, there are people here who go work overseas because we do have international-type um, travesty, touristy majors and careers. One of my friends in undergrad did it, and he got to... He didn't go work there full time, but he got to go study abroad and live life in Paris and got to see Beyonce and watch them win the World Cup. It was like, it was great for him. It also made me very sad, the fact that I didn't do that. But here, listen, 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 right here. This is what I'm trying to tell people. There's a lot of crippling pressure that comes to finding the job that you went to school for. And having, if you have a marketing degree, you want to go work in marketing. If you worked in IT, you want to go work in IT. If you worked in PR, you want to work in PR. I understand that. However, there are not going to be 2 million jobs every year opening for what you went to school for, what you want to do, even if it's like your dream job why are you getting your dream job at 21 most people hate their first job right after college and maybe they don't hate it but they know that's not like the place that they want to be forever this is the place that they're going to learn and grow so they can get to their quote-unquote dream job that's fine I don't that I get that I always tell people by always tell people I mean I may have said this to like three or four people um who are my friends, but now you guys, I don't know who's listening, but now you guys get a for now job while searching for your first job. And now you're thinking, um, I've had my first job. I worked at a coffee shop when I was 16. That's not what I fucking mean. And you know it. I mean, if you want to go work at a coffee shop after you graduate, that could be your for now job while you're searching for things. There are so many artists and actors and other people in the world not just like ones in the arts I'm just very like artsy driven person except for arts and crafts I suck at arts and crafts what I mean is like entertainment business entertainment industry wise there are so many people who work as servers as uh coffee shop people as working in a retail shop while they're handing in their applications they're handing in their resumes they're doing everything that they need to do to get to that point they want to be at but they know they 
they know, I knew that you still need to make a living. And I know like the job you have, if you're working at Panera and I'm using Panera as an example, because I worked at Panera after I graduated and actually I worked two jobs. We're going to get into this. Um, right after I graduated, I went back to working at Panera, which is where I worked in the summers. And I worked with a bunch of high schoolers. I was like the, and actually that's a lot. I usually opened at five in the morning. The only time I worked with high schoolers is when I closed because they had to, you know, work after school. I no longer closed after working that day. Um, and it has nothing to do with like, oh, I hate working with high schoolers. Like, oh my God, they're so immature. And even though that's exactly what it kind of means, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like, I don't know how to say this without like sounding rude, but like, I did not enjoy the environment of the Panera I worked at. However, I knew that that was a job that I was going to have that was going to give me money. (laughs) And I was going to be able to do something without doing nothing. So that was one of the jobs I had. And I was still applying to other places. I was trying to figure out what I wanted. Um... This was in January of 2019 because I graduated in December. So I literally had no idea what what the hell I was doing. I went to work at a middle school. I was uh, a teacher's assistant for kids who had disabilities, had learning disabilities. That was probably the most rewarding job. If you like kids, if you like are good at like math, relearning science, because even though I sucked at science all throughout grade school and high school, um... I relearned a lot of things and I found it so fucking interesting. I was always good at math. So like (laughs) I graduated with an A in college, who cares? Um, But I would say if you like that and you want to contribute back to your community, being a teacher's assistant was so freaking rewarding, even though I had to get up so fucking early. I got to leave at like 2 p.m. That was nice. So I had the rest of the day. I had a lot of time to go send out applications If I had a job uh, interview, I got to like plan it after 2 p.m. So I got to go home, get ready, do all of that. And I worked every day. I got a good wage. I got a lunch break, of course. I got to hang out with my teachers uh, who I was taught under in school. Turned out that they really liked me. I found out they didn't like some of the other students. That was not a shock to me. because, you know, like, those are the ones that, like, they're, like, the class clowns and they just goof around and shit and waste school time and sometimes get your whole class in trouble and gets everybody lunch detention. And now I'm having a flashback to choir in sixth grade when the substitute did not write down anybody's name who was disruptive, but she basically said our class was a piece of shit. And so our, de- our teacher decided to give the whole class lunch detention. Imagine coming home and having to explain to your parent while the whole class had lunch detention and that you were not a part of it. I mean, you may have because the teacher, the substitute teacher did not really take control of the class. You're kind of just sitting there just talking to your friends because, you know, maybe it was kind of my fault. I don't know. I talk a lot. As you can tell, I'm doing a fucking podcast and I have not said, oh, I took a break. Oh, I'm looking at my little twibbles. My sister can say, my sister always says. I talk fast. I'm sorry. My sister always says I never take a break and she never knows when to start her sentence, like to talk back to me. Um, It's always been something I'll work on. But as I'm talking right now, being 24 years old and she's literally a year older than me. So she has had a lot of experience with this. It has not changed. Hmm. Anyway, 
get a for now job while you're looking for your job job to help further your career. Sometimes you get unpaid jobs, which I actually did. I got an unpaid internship working for uh, a museum in downtown Indianapolis. And I actually applied to that job while I was working uh, at the school. So I was able to go in at like three o'clock for my interview. And luckily, as I was dressed appropriate for school, it apparently was dressed appropriately for an interview. So I just got to head right down in. And I worked for them as a marketing communication specialist. Now, this is weird for me because I started out in video production. I thought I was just going to do video editing. And I didn't have a lot on my resume to say otherwise because that is what I had done in my previous internships. But I think they liked me so much. They enjoyed the fact that I did video and photography because that was one of the elements that they needed. And um, I did have a minor in marketing that I never finished, but I did take most of the classes. But since I wanted to graduate early, I could not finish that minor, um, which it's fine. You know, I took most of the marketing classes. I got ridiculed by a marketing professor who always told us how successful and rich he was. Indirectly, of course, because, you know, saying it directly is rude to a bunch of sophomore students who are, oh, I took that sophomore year, who are rude to a bunch of sophomore students who are just trying to get their shit done in class. And also when they lose your quiz and try to tell you that you didn't write your name on it and then find it in another bin because his office was disorganized. And listen, that that marketing and communication special uh, intern job that I got for the museum was actually an eye turner. Um, it was really sad that it was unpaid because during that summer I also had to work the school summer camp, and as a black girl in summer, having to go to the pool with them every Wednesday, and they love to splash. Oh, dude, they love to splash. I rinsed my hair out, chlorine, while it was braided. It was braided. Mind you, summer in Indianapolis, my hair was fucking braided. It doesn't matter. They will splash you. They will try to push you in. They want you to toss them, which is all fine. You know, kid things, kid things. It's cool. Was not the most exciting part of my of my summer. Um, so that actually was a turning point for me. I found out, figured out, learned about myself that even though I do like video editing, I like audio editing, I love being part of the creation, but I like the marketing aspect of it too. I liked creating the campaigns, the planning, because I love planning. I love fucking planning. Anybody knows me, I will plan your whole vacation trip and you will thank me for it. I will make the reservations and everything. I am trying to say that I went back to school to get my master's degree and not everybody wants to go back and get their master's degree. I didn't want to go back and get my master's degree. I felt like I had to. And yes, I know graduation is expensive. Graduation, graduate school is expensive, especially if you were never to plan or you were never planning to go anyway. I understand that if you don't want to go back to school, that's fine. I'm not telling you to. However, if you do and you decide to get more experience or maybe you want to go in for you're going in for a whole different degree and you want to get your bachelor's and 
might as well get your master's. I don't know. I It depends on how your program works and what you're doing. I suggest finding ways to help pay for school because, as I said, I... I was going to have to take out more loans. Like I could not do, I could not pay for school out of pocket by working at Panera and a school. It was, it was not going to happen. So here's what can help. Some schools will have graduate assistantships. Uh, They might work at different schools. So don't quote me on this. Uh, The school I went to, however, they paid 90% of my tuition and I got a small monthly stipend. The stipend was great because I was able to um, pay for like my needs, but also I gave basically a lot of money back to the school. Um, I paid out of pocket that way. I made money monthly and was able to, I was, able to pay it that way so I don't owe anything else for graduate school except for I did have to take a loan first semester because I did not get a graduate assistantship because I literally applied to graduate school like maybe three days three days it was like two weeks before the semester started I think that was the deadline two weeks before the semester started I applied I got in I lived with my mom it's okay to do that I lived with my mom um and I paid for school out of pocket. My boyfriend did this too. He got a graduate assistantship when he went back to school. They paid for his tuition. He got his stipend. He lived um, with the two roommates that he lived with before. So he was saving money, not having to pay for his own place. And I thought that was a great way to do it. Uh, that, that 100% is a great way to do it. If you don't get a graduate assistantship, if you're a little older in life, if you've been working a job for a while, um, and you're going back to school after years, like you're not going back directly in. So I don't know. Say that you had a for now job. Cool. Perfect. Love it. You have your for now job. Did you know that there's, you probably did. I don't know why I said, did you know? <laughs> Bullshit. Um, there are a lot of places, a lot of companies who do tuition reimbursement. And I know, I know yeah, these people, they do tuition reimbursement and you have to work for them and yada 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 so many places do this yeah um, I'm gonna name a few because I looked up a list of them that do it but a lot of them are very different some of them are like based on the program based on the school based on the time or length that you've worked at the place companies who do it you have Amazon uh Anthem Anthem uh if you don't know that it's like a healthcare provider people anyway they have a partnership with western governors university and actually this is what my mom used to get her master's degree in nursing so okay all right like i know that that one's a good one my mom got tuition reimbursement she had to like submit her uh transcripts or forms or proof of attendance or whatever it is called back to anthem or whoever she had to do that for I don't she did it um she got money back so going back into it Best Buy CarMax Chipotle Comcast and of course some of these like I know like I'm like oh go like I went back to Panera you can go back to Chipotle I don't know if Panera did a tuition reimbursement but I know that Chipotle does something because 
I looked it up and it looked like they did so <sighs> okay guys after just talking about that I just feel so much better <laughs> I feel so much better because I think that other people should know about these things and should not feel as if somebody can make fun of them or as if they should have any embarrassment for not having a job and listed in what they graduated with. Like, you graduated in finance, but you're not a financial advisor. You're working as a bank teller or you graduated in telecommunications video production and you went to go work at a middle school uh me um I'm just telling people live your own fucking life don't try to think I have to have this way done because this is what my grandfather said it was like or my dad said it was like or what society said it was like back in the 80s I understand that for some people getting a job right after college um I mean, like, this is probably how I would have been, too. But, like, it's really exciting, and you feel like you made it. You feel like you did something. You just spent the f last four years or three years or two years or however long it took you to complete college that you're doing something with it and you're moving forward. Actually, a story that I wanted to share is when I was working at the middle school, uh, I was still, like, very, very sad. I was telling people, they were like, oh, well, like, you, what happened? Like, what what have you been up to? And I'm like, oh, I just graduated um, with a video production degree. Now I'm working at a middle school that has nothing to do with my video production degree. But all of my teachers were like, oh, that's so great. Like, I always knew you were going to do great things. And I'm thinking, I've literally done nothing. <laughs> I have done nothing. I graduated. So what? I'm not living in the place where I thought I was going to live two weeks ago. Uh, there is a substitute teacher who was there who was actually one of the moms of someone I graduated high school with and she had been a substitute teacher since I was a child so I was like oh my god hi she's she remembered me which is always great um she was asking me how my family was I was asking how her daughter was who the person I graduated with who her daughter's boyfriend was who I also graduated with they've been together since high school probably middle school actually now that I'm thinking about it damn um she was like, oh, they're great. She's going to go work at this really nice, fancy-ass place in Ohio with the boyfriend that you also graduate, graduated with who also got a very cool job at this very nice, fancy-ass company and shit. And now they're living together in their own fucking house. And they're, like, about to have, like, babies and shit. I don't know. Not all that whole house and babies and shit. But, like, I was like, damn. Damn. They're the same age of me. What the fuck am I doing? Um, so that was a very low point for me. But without that, would I have gotten my internship? Would I have gone back to school? Would I have gotten this bomb-ass internship with Dolby fucking Laboratories? I don't fucking know. Man, no one knows where you're going to go, dude. No one knows what you're going to do. You don't even know what you're going to do. You don't know what you're capable of yet. You got to keep working towards it. It doesn't matter if you didn't fucking get it when you graduated. It doesn't matter if you didn't fucking get it when two years after you graduated, three years after you graduated. But, like, what I'm trying to get at is stop letting society pressure you into these things. Stop thinking that you have to have, like, this bomb-ass job that has, like, bomb-ass salary unless it's not a living wage. Then you probably definitely talk to them and try to know your fucking worth. 
just so you could like negotiate your salary, bro. Yeah, you'll just fucking frustrate yourself if you think too much about it. Don't think too much about it, bro. <laughs> I always think too much about it. I, I came back from California thinking too much about it because I came back to Indiana. I came to live with my boyfriend. I came, we have this really cool apartment that has a pool that's closing next week, but it's fine because then it's going to start to get cold because Indiana, yay, woo. I'm, we're definitely going to move out of here next, next year. Um... But I started to, like, I get in my downs a lot. I got in my downs in California. Like, you're, you're going to have these moments. You're going to have these moments of self-doubt. Um, when you do that, just try to remind yourself where you were and how far you've come. And this can be as simple as last week I graduated from college. And this week I have a job where I'm making money. It might not be in your field. It may be at a mall. It may be in a mail room. I don't know, but you're doing something. You're doing something. I don't know about you, y'all. I don't know about y'all. You, y'all. <laughs> One thing I do want to say, though, as much as I loved my internship, if you can, look for a paid internship. Know your worth. Know what you're capable of, even if you're not sure about it. Don't even be afraid to oversell yourself, bro. Like, go into that, go into that shit, go into that interview, go into that room, sit down, boast about every fucking thing you've ever done when they ask you questions. This could be as simple as knowing every right answer on a test because you know this shit. You know it. You don't know that you know it. You may not have experience of it, but you can showcase it and your passion for it and what you know and how you would act in a certain situation. Um, I think one of, the, one of the things that I liked when I went to California, I met up actually with a couple of my uh, fellow short film crew and directors because uh, we all had the same titles. We were all crew directors. Actually, no, there is one guy. He knows who he is. He was the best fucking clapboard person ever. Because there would be times we would be filming at 3 in the morning. And he just writes the funniest shit on the clapboard. And he's like, all right. And then just, you know, clap it. But, like, if you were to see it, it's kind of an inside joke. Anyway, I'm just trying to get at the fact that we got together. And even though we were all, like, working in the place that we wanted to be in, like, we are, we are in California. We're like, bro, we made it. We're, sitting, we're standing, sitting, eating pizza on a beach in Santa Monica, California at 10 o'clock at night. This is the shit. This is the life. Um, and we kind of, like, got together. We were talking, and we were talking about how much we hated applying to places because we would apply to, like, 30 places a day just trying to get our foot in the door. Uh, one of them. I don't even know if he even has like a lunch break. He worked from like 7 a.m. to basically like 7 p.m. like hospital hours um, for his entertainment job. And he like I think he liked it. He sounded like he liked it. But of course, it's not something that um, he wants to. It wasn't something that he wanted to like do do, you know, like when you're like in college and you're doing all this shit. And you're like, I'm going to be the shit. I'm going to be like the manager of this place. I'm going to run it. Obviously, like, 
we are not going to start out that way in this in that industry but I asked him I was like well why do you like why are you at this point like you moved here like right after college like that's ballsy like how the hell like why would you do that like I didn't move out because I didn't have any money I was terrified that I was gonna be broke living in California um I found out now there's different ways to do it but I asked him about it he goes well I told myself I'd give myself five years and I was just like in my head I'm like only five years like that's that's it but he meant like he was gonna give himself five years to come out to California try to find a job and put a leg up get some get shit out there get work done get some experience get that get that livelihood under his belt basically he was gonna give himself that long because he didn't want to look back in five years and say he never tried that is the utmost regret someone can have is look back and say, damn, I should have tried it. I mean, there's always the time where you can go back and like do it, of course. Like you, if you're like later in life and stuff and you want to do things, go ahead and do it. But he didn't, he didn't want to look back on his early twenties after he graduated college and not have pursued what he wants to do. And this man, I'm telling you, he was, he's great at improv he could be like a comedian and stuff, but he wanted to do something and he went and he's doing it. It may not be at the point where he wants it to be after being out there for a couple years, but he's doing it. Who gives a shit? Who gives an absolute shit? This is his life. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Uh, there's this other guy who's like doing some really cool stuff in podcasting for, um, I won't say like the podcast or who it's about, but I think it's so fucking cool. Um, but he's out there and he's doing the shit. And I was just like, bro, that sounds like an amazing job. Like that, that sounds so fucking cool. And he's like, yeah, but not like in a, yeah, like I know. And I'm not, I'm just trying to be modest, but like in a, yeah, as in like, yeah, no, it's cool. I really enjoy it. It's a fun, it's a fun job. It's also tiring. It's also long. It's hard. They're telling me that they haven't really been able to, like enjoy California, Los Angeles as it's Los Angeles. I mean, of course we're still in a fucking pandemic, so it's probably not going to be like up there at this point. But I realized that even though I was feeling so shitty about myself and not doing what I wanted to do or doing at such like a low scale, I was like, I'm not anywhere near where I want to be. Neither are they. We're all like really happy where we are and how we've made it this far, but we're not at the point where we want to be. And that's so fucking okay. Cause we're not going to have this great job with this great salary in our early twenties. Some people do. Some people have like a great living wage. Um, I have a couple friends who have that and I'm somewhat jealous of that. Yeah. But like, I'm doing this stuff that I really like. I really enjoy my job. I, even though it's going to end in a month and a half and I'll have to start applying to more places again, I enjoy the things that I'm doing. I enjoy my little podcasting that I got going on. I enjoy working for Dolby and the projects that I've been a part of and the experiences that I got to have on site and when I lived in Los Angeles, California. But... I know this is not like it. I know this is not the ending of it. Um, it's only the beginning. I feel like I started late, but I don't give a shit anymore because 
I'm only 24. I used to say I was only 23, but now I'm 24. And I'm just going to keep saying it because I have to keep reminding myself because it still feels weird. I still feel the same age. Um, I'm about to be in my mid-20s, and it's like, mm, I don't know what to do with that. <sighs> to wrap this up, thank you for listening. Um, please share this episode with anyone that you know is struggling with trying to pursue their dreams or trying to uh, get through the last leg of college of looking for jobs and filling out different applications and all that other stressful shit in their life, trying to find their new chapter, trying to like move to a different place. If they're in Florida, trying to move to New York. If they're in Texas, trying to move to literally anywhere fucking else. If they're in California and trying to stay there, I don't know. Like this is supposed to be a helpful thing to know that we're not going to, we're not gonna give in to the societal pressures of what being an adult is. I still don't feel like an, I'm an adult. I still, I don't think that there's gonna be a particular age where we're supposed to feel a certain way, where we're supposed to do certain things in certain times. I still want to call myself a child. I'm still fucking learning. I'm still trying to like figure this shit out. Everyone around me is too. I don't think that the society should tell me when I should do certain things because that's the way it's been done in the past. So for all the people who have asked me what I'm doing next, what is coming after this Dolby thing? Am I going to get a full-time job with them? Am I going to get a full-time job with somewhere else? Am I going to move here? Am I going to do this? I don't fucking know. That is the answer. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And that is oh fucking k Once again, thank you for listening. I am Aaliyah, Leah J, Aaliyah J, whatever you want to fucking call me, uh, as long as it's not dipshit. Thank you for listening, and I will see you guys, or talk to you guys, next episode. Yeah.